God has blessed us with a brand new year, people of God. And I believe by faith, in spite of all the pundits, that this is going to be a blessed new year for God's people. Now, if you're going to have a happy new year and a blessed new year, you're going to have to follow your directions that you get from God. And I believe that it's very important for you and me, for all of us to do just that. Because I believe that the way you begin is really important. The way a sports team begins a game is important. The way you begin your day is important. The way a singer begins a song is important. So it's important that you begin this new year the right way. Hallelujah. You have your Bibles on this morning. If you would open the Bibles with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 43. Verse 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Title of this morning's New Year's message is Letting Go. Hmm. Many of us view this new year as a time of beginning afresh of setting new goals for ourselves and our families and our businesses and things that we do in the marketplace and making changes in our lifestyle. Some of us began this first day of the new year by saying to ourselves, as well as to others, well, you know what? I'm going to do things differently this year. I'm going to set my mind to make some needed changes that I've been neglecting for just too long and I'm going to be a different person than I have been in the past. And for many people, that's a really good thing. Then there are others who see themselves uh, uh, making too many radical changes in their lives. And there are others who make no drastic alterations from the previous year. So before we get into today's message, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the privilege of being alive and knowing you as our Lord and Savior. This morning, we come boldly to your throne of grace so that we can receive your well-timed help. We thank you for giving us new opportunities and responsibilities and joy on this first day of the new year. And we are thankful for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you have yet to do in every area of our lives that pertain to life and godliness. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, mm, I will do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hallelujah. Hmm. God is going to do a new thing on this year. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And I love the Message Bible translation, verse 18 and 19, if you would read with me. Forget about what's happened and don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out, don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert and rivers in the badlands. 
No one will ever get through the right destination if they allow themselves to continue to look in the wrong direction. Our text before us says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. So in this new year, to arrive at the place of God's favor, to arrive at the place of God's faithfulness and God's peace and joy, you must look in the right direction. The right direction is part of the process in order for you and I to have the right ending. And I don't know about you, but I am thankful that God has created each one of us with a mind, a will, and the ability for us to make choices. We have a choice to go in so many different directions in our lives, do we not? We have a choice to go in many directions. But every road and every path does not lead to the place of God's blessings and favor. The blessing of triumph and victory and faith is tied to our looking and moving in the right direction. In verse 19 here in the Message Bible, a portion of that text tells us that. It says, be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. Now, I know that there are some things that are unsettling about being told to forget the past. And it can be quite disturbing to a whole lot of people to hear the words. Don't keep going over old history. Because there is, without a doubt, people of God, something within us, innate within us, that enshrines the past and fears the future. But I love the words and what... The prophet Isaiah is saying here as he spoke these timely prescient words to a people who clung to and had a death grip on the way that their lives used to be. So let us consider these words so that we too may discover what it means. Don't keep going over old history. Well, that ragged, scraggly band of exiles that the Bible refers to and is known to us as the children of Israel, God's chosen, God's anointed, God's called out, set apart people. Hallelujah. They had a debt to collect from Egypt. They had a score to settle, if you will, with their past. And I believe that it, if it had been you, if it had been me, our mindset would have been, well, bless God, I'm going to collect with interest if it is the last thing. And you know what? Collect, they did with interest. You can almost hear them saying, well, you know, I was deprived of my youth back there in Egypt and all my children were born in slaves to Pharaoh. Egypt? That's where this one died and that's where that one died and so on and so forth. You could hear them saying, my soul was scarred in slavery and in captivity. Egypt. You mean that place of death and loss? And over and over and over again, the prophet Isaiah tried to comfort his people. He tried to counter their despair and their discomfort by saying, see what God has done, he said. You have not been deserted. You've been saved. You've been delivered. You've been set free. You didn't die. You were delivered. 
you're here. So be thankful and praise God. I'm talking to somebody on this morning. In spite of what you've gone through in life, you have got to let go of the past. You're still here. You can tell the story. So thank and praise God and be thankful for this new year and this new day. And I know that it's tough to throw your old baggage overboard when it's useless. And there may even be a few serial hoarders among us today. But how do you keep forgetting about what happened? How do you keep from going over old history time and time again? Well, very slowly, says the voice of one crying in the wilderness, disremembering your captivity as hard work. Though no longer slaves of the people of Israel, they held on so very tightly to that slave mentality. And you might say, well, pastor, I can't do anything about the future. Someone else controls my life. What will this person or that person think about me? What will they do? And my reply to you is stop clinging tenaciously to patterns and relationships and ways of thinking about the world that served another time and situation. But you can spend this new year, if you choose, looking back at unfinished things. You can spend this new year looking back at your mistakes and looking back at wrong decisions and looking back at injuries and insults and indifferences and focusing in on unfulfilled expectations. You can spend this new year looking back with a fixation that causes you to live in the present moment with all the packages and all the burdens and the heartaches and the, the, the past miseries and mistakes that you made. You can spend time if you want looking back, but too often it'll just make you angry. It'll sap your strength. It'll drain the new energy that you thought you had. It poisons too often, often the possibility of your present day today. Even God, who is omnipotent and all-powerful, can do nothing about yesterday. What would happen if, on any given day, your entire day was filled, not only your actions, but your thoughts as well, and that film was played for all to see? Now, just multiply that by day, by day and every day, and you'll understand that without the Lord's mercy, we'd all be in trouble, would we not? So why not just thank him? Thank him that gives you new mercy every morning. Thank him because his compassions fail not. Hallelujah. So back to our text. And our text here in Isaiah calls us to remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. You do not perceive it? So through the prophet Isaiah, God says to his people, even though at times you've done things and missed the mark, remember not the former things. I'm not going to concentrate or hold those things against you anymore. Forget it about your problems. Forget about your failures. I'm going to do something new. And you know what? The good news is, that's always the way our God works. He's always looking forward. But our enemy looks back. Satan invariably will cause you to reflect or remember the past. 
because he knows that your looking back will stop you from going forward. But praise God, our Heavenly Father, on the other hand, always fixes our eyes on the things that are ahead because he's always in the business of doing something new for us. Sometimes growing up, you would skin your knee or your elbows from a fall and it, it would break the skin and a few days later that healing process would begin because that's the way God created our bodies to self-heal themselves. The scab will begin to cover the area but as children we would pick at it and we would pull that scab off and if mom or dad saw you picking at it what would they tell you? Stop touching that. Let it alone. It will never heal if you keep picking at it. But you know what? Those are words that we still need to live by today. You see, the Bible promises us that as we begin to let go of the past, our Heavenly Father God will create a new thing in your midst. And it will be better than it was before. Hallelujah. And I just think that's so awesome for all of us. And you thought parting the Red Sea was something. Well, wait till you see rivers in the desert and water in the dry places in your life, people of God. Trust me, it's going to be more glorious than ever before. Well, how shall we move into God's future without consternation, without apprehension, and what, without trepidation? One poet aptly describes our fear and fascination this way. And he put forth this challenge. And he said, come to the edge, he said. And the people that he was talking to said, but we're afraid. Come to the edge, he said. So they heeded his words and they came. They came to the edge. And he pushed them and they flew. Flying is so conspicuous. But it's also contagious, people of God. So just go ahead and fly and you'll attract so much attention that people are going to ask you where you got your wings. They're going to ask you where did the source of your strength come from and how you lost your fears. That will open the door and give you an opportunity to witness to the power of God and watching for something new and how you trust God and you let go of all of your problems. But there is one more thing. Moving forward from today can feel like going to the edge. No one likes the fear of the unknown. We would all like to stay within our, our nest and our cocoon and, and, and in those places that are just so comfortable to us. The places that we know and we know every nook and cranny, we know every road and we know every crack and crevice and all of those things. But moving forward, we have to learn to let go of the past. Let go of all of those things that have been hindering you because moving forward from today can feel like going to the edge, people of God. So just do this. Bless the past. Say a prayer over it. Release it to God. Come to the edge and let go. Now take your new improved 2023 wings and take them out for a test flight. And soar higher and higher and go higher in the Lord and not deeper. Don't look behind, but go forward in the Lord. Can you do that? 
But it all starts by letting go. Praise God. Amen. We'd like to thank you for joining us in our service on today. And before we leave, we'd like to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior. It is as simple as A, B, C. I accept God and I acknowledge the sins in my life. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I commit my life to you. If you said that simple prayer, we believe that you've been born again. Welcome to the family.